birthday. Welcome to the Christmas episode of Fan Men, Fan Men Podcast. Yeah. I'm DJ Gove. Chris Davis. Sean Hogarty. Ho, 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 boys. <laughs> Happy birthday. It's uh, Frosty, man. Frost. Oh, I, yeah, I got no, it. No, no, I got you. It just wasn't uh, expecting yeah. it. No, nah, I wasn't expecting it either. Yeah. Yeah. So we had uh, we had so much fun doing the Thanksgiving one and the Halloween ones that we figured you might as well do a Christmas one. Or or other holidays. Well, yeah, whatever. But, you, yeah. yeah. Whatever, but for whatever us, we're, celebrate. we're Christmas dudes. Yeah, we're Christmas guys. So, so I do that. So before we get into all the uh, festive stuff, um, we do have some news this week. So first off, the big thing this week was, much to my chagrin, they dropped an Avengers 4 trailer. Much to your chagrin. I don't want a trailer. I don't want oh, to know any. Yeah. I'm, seeing, I'm okay. watching the movie anyway. I don't need to see anything. You're watching the movie, though. They need to spend those $250 million in marketing dollars I elsewhere. I just, I don't, I just, I, I didn't need to. I knew I'm going. Just give me the day and I'll show up. I generally am like that. I'll usually watch the trailers once and I forget everything quickly enough that it's okay. But yeah. I did watch it. Yeah. So, um. You and 289 million. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. insane. It was insane. So there's a, the good thing is they don't really give much away. You figured Tony's kind of stuck in space. I forgot. I, I don't even remember enough about the last movie. So was it just him and when they're on Titan? Parker? Uh, no, Parker. Parker no, Dustin. he's there. Right, him in and his ne- arm. It's, Nebula's there. It's Nebula and Tony are the only people that survived Titan. Oh, okay. everyone else got snapped. All right, that's it. Yep. So he's in the. So um, Nebula's on the ship with him. Yeah, and there is, she is. the the you Benatar. It's not the Moana. It's the second ship. It's the Benatar. Right. From Guardians, it's just them, and they're out of food and water and all that stuff. Nebula yeah. doesn't care because she's an android. Mm, it doesn't matter. Right. But um, so that was kind of cool, um, and you got to think that they didn't say it, but I'm so Captain Marvel was not in the trailer. Yeah, think it was good. You didn't. But see you got to think she's gonna show up and drag the ship somewhere right. or something like that. Now, Captain Marvel's coming out before this, right? Yeah, she drops in six, March, six weeks before Avengers. Okay, they wow, actually moved really up tight. Avengers. That it's is tight. tight. It's Avengers tight. is now in the Memorial Day season starts in April now. Yeah. Yes. Jeez. Well, uh, yeah. My wife will be happy because it's the first time in, since they started doing this that there's not a Marvel movie coming out the weekend of her birthday because her birthday is the first, usually nice. the first week in April. Mm. I, I'm sorry, in May. Um, so she'll be excited. Especially so, that you remember when it was her birthday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple other things from the trailer. It looks like Ant-Man's going to play a big part. Yeah, that that seeing him show up. Again, my memory is so bad that I can't always remember who... Who dusted? Who got dusted? At the end of the last one, but he did, right? No, so no, so um, he wasn't there. Spoiler for Ant Man and Wasp. Oh, but he was stuck in the quantum. That's realm right. During the snap, everyone else from Ant Man and Wasp got snapped. That's right. So the Pims are gone. That's right. Yeah. Um, in the that's Van, what I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I he, love that movie. Yeah, it was, a good movie. Wasp was a good movie. So he shows up. He's got the van. He's got the you know the mini lab in the van. So that's, that's right. gonna. I think they're gonna. That's how they're gonna. He's gonna be the time travel arc i think interesting because another thing that i noticed right off the bat is that when you see cap the second time around mm-hmm. um or no maybe it's the f- yeah he's talking to black widow how like you know mm-hmm. is this gonna work well it has to because i don't know what else i'm gonna do yep. if you look he's wearing his winter soldier gear interesting so it's very possible he they could be back in time before shield blew apart and uh, he's trying to blend in with what he looked like then because he's got he's got the he's clean shaven again yeah the hair is blonde again and he's got, the, he's got the ball and shield Winter Soldier outfit on. I hadn't noticed that. I, I didn't notice that. See, I'm 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 such a bad nerd. I saw the dark costume and just assumed it was the darker one that he had in the first one. Yeah, because yeah, that one's the Civil War one with the uh, different red and white stripes on it, but the stars missing off it. Interesting. And it's ripped. 
Well, I, you know, like you said, I, I don't really want to know too much, think too much, don't remember too much. I'm going to go into it and, and, uh, yeah. you know. I did how, how they did the uh, Thanos uh, scarecrow shot from, from yeah. the books. Yeah, they pulled yeah, it right that. from the book. So, and hopefully, I doubt they're going to do it, but that scene, if I remember correctly, that shot in the book, the person who finds the scarecrow is Adam Warlock. Mm. So that'd be a nice little thing if all of a sudden he shows up. He would confuse people because people don't know who he is, but he one was can hope. mentioned in one of the last they movies. alluded they to his pod. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the Guardians was it, That was it. Yep. But, but yeah, they still so haven't kind of introduced him. They haven't, so they probably won't. But in the books, it is Adam Warlock who finds the Scarecrow. So, so along the trailer lines, there was a second. There was a second Captain Marvel trailer. Yes, there was. Um, you see her more, more Captain Marvel this time as opposed mm-hmm. to Kree right. suit. So they're trying to plant the seeds for that, you know, the blue and red suit like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks good. The only thing I'm having pause about is that the acting seems kind of stiff, which is weird coming from her because she's such a good actress. Yeah. So I'm guessing it has to be the whole, like, you know, fish out of water, like, Cree right. army bot kind of thing in the real world, but... The, th- the thing that struck me, and again, I know n- nothing about this character's backstory or anything except what I'm gleaning from the trailers, but... This was the first time we got a few snippets of scenes with her having a conversation. Like mm-hmm. there was some some shot with her and Fury in a car, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of pulled out of it by her voice seeming to lack maturity and gravity. Like yeah. like yeah, the trailer's all about though. the power of this, you know, this this character. And so it came across, it kind of threw me off just because I wasn't I was expecting a voice that was just more, more mature and deep and powerful, or something. Yeah, no, I hear you. And I'm sure in context it'll be fine, but it was a little bit weird for me. Yeah, yeah I do like the scene with a uh, Fury pointing at the cat too. That was hilarious. Yes, yeah. So the cat's a big part of Captain Marvel. I can't remember the cat's name for some reason. Yeah, tonight I remember. I remember the cat's a I, scroll, isn't it? Well, the cat's something. I think the cat ends up being a scroll or something like <laughs> it, the cat's something. The cat's no. getting a Funko Pop. They even well, had to put the cat on the post. I mean, hiding in the shadows. Funko Pop. Yeah. Right. They know they have your money. At least exactly. your money, DJ, and I'm, your money, Chris. I'm not to buying. To a lesser extent. Yeah. I'm going to buy one Captain Marvel Funko Pop. Just one. Just in case she happens to come out for a con one day or something so my daughter can get signed. But I'm going to get right. the, uh, I'm going to go for the Target exclusive one. Which is? It's her with the helmet on and the mohawk, but the base glows in the dark. Oh. So the normal Captain Marvel Pop is just Captain Marvel with the suit, the uh, the red and blue one. There was a Cree version too, and they have her by. I was going to say, there's got to be a Cree. I forget whatever they call it. The, so I think the Cree name she has is Vel. I think they kind of took the Marvel character oh, and okay. I just call her Vel. Uh, and then and that's the, the green uniform? The green one, yep. Yeah. And then the chase pop for Captain Marvel is the red and blue with the um, the helmet on with the with the faux hawk. Okay. But even to one up the chase, which doesn't happen too often, the target exclusive is that exact same thing pretty much, but she's up in the air. Like and on a, a glow on base. a base with a glow base, so yeah. So target the target um, Funko Pop for Captain Marvel is definitely the one to get. All right. So I'll scoop that one. I'll find it somewhere. So nice. I, I, target one's usually hard to find, but I can usually pull it off. So I, you know, we we hunted down a target one this week. So which one are you? We got the Britney. Oh, the ones. Britney one. Yeah, Britney bitch <gasps> with a T-shirt. I was gonna say I didn't walk into a target. Oops, this week. I bought a pop again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oops, I bought a pop again. I needed another Britney. That's it, no, I'm going to use that one. My wife strangles yeah. me when it shows up in the mail. He's like, oops, uh, I bought a pop again. Well, so it is uh, holiday time where uh, I still have yet to 
get a Christmas tree. I usually don't do any decorating. I actually kind of don't care. I mean, I love the decorating, but I'm so lazy that I'm okay thinking about Christmas and not seeing lights everywhere. I'm fine visiting other people's decorations. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm, with that. You know, your house is nicely decorated. Your tree, gorgeous. I did very little. Yeah. Came out of a box. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah. It works. We did that too. We got the tree up. Um, we got the new cat this year. Mm-hmm. So we left it up without ornaments for a couple nights to make sure she wasn't going to destroy it. And yeah. she didn't. So we put the ornaments on it. Good. Because my, our, you know, same thing with you. Like you, you start buying the Hallmark ornaments and the Disney yeah. ones and they add up, man. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Chris, your, Chris, your tree is, is full of pop culture ornaments. It's got a Death Star it's, on the top. Yeah. And, it's essentially all pop culture. Yeah. And I, I love that. I like, you know, I always like Christmas ornaments. I mean, I enjoy just traditional decor, but when you actually can just sit around a tree and look at each, you know, just, just go around and go, oh, this is cool. And, you know. You're turning the tree into something that it's just containing all the things you love. Yeah. 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 Our tree is, I would say, 80% Disney ornaments. Yeah. that's So she came, one, one rule she had earlier on when we first got married and stuff, we started decorating was no Star Wars or combo characters on my tree. All right. I'm like, that's fine. No problem. I know a great divorce attorney. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I've been, I'm, I'm okay with that. I have so much of the stuff all the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, but like we have a lot of Disney. I do have um, every year when Hallmark does the new Christmas story ornament, I always pick up the new ornament for that. Uh, and then one thing, actually, um, I found a loophole. So I was well, like- Disney Star Wars is Disney. Star Wars is Marvel. It's not, it's not that, but so because they, she goes, if it looks super Christmassy. So if there was like a Jawa in like a Santa suit, I could do it. Mm-hmm. But one thing they did was uh, WWE Wrestling does gingerbread man versions of the wrestlers. Oh, I saw your, yeah. So I have like Razor Ramon, Stone Cold, the Hardy Boys, Kurt Angle. And yeah, so I have the gingerbread wrestlers and they're great. So Batman with a Santa hat would be fine then. Yeah, or even better because if I could find gingerbread Batman- they I came out with Batman sitting on top of the bat signal mm-hmm. with a hat and like a present under his arm. That'd be awesome. I have a uh, I have a Harley Quinn with a Santa hat ornament. That's mm-hmm. I think a Hallmark ornament. Do you have that one? I don't know. I have I have a couple of Harleys. I'm not sure if I have a Santa hat the, one or I got it way back. I got it from the stash in a in what they call a glory hole bundle where you sent a bunch of money oh, and they yes. sent you a bunch of random crap. Yeah. And one of the things they yeah, sent you was buy like, the box. It's, like a, yeah. a, it's a poker yeah. buying box. You just don't get to play poker. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I still have those plastic man books. <laughs> <laughs> they did announce there's, they're working on a plastic man movie, which is they interesting. Are. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, who else is getting a movie? If we would just jump back into news, uh, is it, uh, the master of Kung Fu from Marvel? No, oh, I don't think I'd heard that. Yeah, I don't think I heard that. But, and then supposedly, um, there's something else DC's working on too, movie. Some other like third tier character is going to get a movie. I guess it's in development. They just don't, haven't released the name yet. So they're still poking around the Blue Beetle movie. Oh, that's what it was. Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle's, yeah. Really? They just yeah. hired the writer's team for Blue Beetle and they're going to do, um, the, they've got a pretty solid run of some Blue Beetle stuff that I have no interest in keeping. Yeah. So they're going to, that's good. They're doing, um, it's, it would be like the Jamie, is it Jamie Ramirez? It's, yeah. Blue they're Beetle. looking for more of the, not ethnically t- yeah. diverse yeah. superheroes. Not Ted Cord, because the uh what's that gonna make me think? Um oh I saw did you see the poster for the Shazam movie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, you know, what's his name in costume leaning back Zachary with a big Levi. Zach Levi it's, with a big bubblegum bubble yep. sticking on his face. It's gonna be and big. It says just say the yeah, word. Big with a cape. Yeah. Also, I guess um 
the guys at the hall were saying, uh, I think Jake read the first ep- issue. The new Shazam book just came out this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff good. Johns is doing a sh- I heard it was really excellent. good. I read so, that this morning. Yeah, it's in my box. It I'm going to go pick it up. Good. So they're they're gearing it for that. I think that's going to be a good one. So I'll have to head head by there. I didn't go this uh, this past that's week one, or two. You know, that's one thing. So once we get... We saw it so eh, Christmas, whatever comic movies. Um, <laughs> when next year hits, you're going to get Shazam, Captain Marvel, and Avengers all in about a nine and a half week period. I think. Yeah, I'm going to figure. Yeah, have to figure out again schedule. how to go it to is. movies because we're going to drag you. Well, I mean, scheduling wise, it's right. It's hard to. Yeah. What I've done in the past is well, it's tough to fit one in before the Denny's special. You know, you go to bed at eight thirty. It's hey now when you sit, when you sit around McDonald's with your buddies all morning drinking five cent coffees. I don't do that. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, I guess if we planned it, that'd make it easier. Honey, I have to go. It's the guys. Exactly. It's for the thing. Like, you know, um, we're going to have, we'll do doing it. I think it's in that's a week from today. Yeah. Um, we're going to see Aquaman early. So we are, which they say is basically Game of Thrones underwater or Star Wars underwater. Star Wars underwater. It's yeah. going to be freaking awesome. I, now are you I boys going to be hitting the call the hall before we go to the movie? Is going to go thing? see oh, Christmas yeah, Craig Russo. Yes. Craig Russo. Yeah. Actually, you know, um, I'm actually not working Saturday for the first time mm-hmm. in about a year. Yep. So I'm going. Nice. Yeah, I I hope to go. Um he's he he I mean he's a fantastic dude. He always puts out good sketches and is really it's fun. He's I, so giving with this the time. Is the fourth year he's doing it or third fifth. year? Fifth. This is the fifth year. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I I hope to be able to drop by for that. Um so it was funny because Sean and I have been frequenting the hall for a good amount of time now. So Harley and I are going through all the past prints mm-hmm. and she's looking, she's like, so whose year is it to get number one? You or Sean? Yeah. Cause I, <laughs> I have, laughing. I think I only have one number one. I think, I thought you had two. I might have two. I think yeah. it's two and two. They are tend these, to these alternate. Are, you know, they put out 11 by 17 prints. Craig does a, you know, does a, a really nice, you know, holiday themed print. At least one of them's been kind of a Norman Rockwell Saturday Evening Post type of theme. Oh, nice. and That's what I'm getting the, I heard that it's going to be like a New York Post, kind of one yeah. of those type Aquaman themed oh, print this year. Interesting. I haven't seen any of the preliminary sketches. Usually John will let those slip, but he hasn't this year. Yeah, but, I'll, I'll probably pick one up. Yeah. I still, I don't have any of them up on the wall because I. No, they're all in the book. Space. Yeah. yeah. I should get a. You know, and I should get a big portfolio to hold this stuff. That's you have to for all the prints. Yeah, but that'll be a good. That you know, that'll be a nice holiday thing. I think I'm going to be making one of my last trips of the year down to DC right after that, maybe Sunday or or otherwise Monday morning. Um, I got to go right before. I'll be gone Thursday and Friday. Mm. Yeah, I was almost traveling the whole week before Christmas all over the country, but now. Now it's being split up a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, so holiday wise, you guys going to be home kind of doing normal home family Christmas. Yeah. Um, we are. So like I said, same thing with Thanksgiving, like, um, one of my brothers goes to his fiance's now, my grandmother's in four. Actually, my grandmother's going to Mexico for two weeks for Christmas this year <laughs> with her friends. Gosh, yeah, she that sounds amazing. So my youngest brother is actually going to watch her house down in Florida. He's got ah. the, yeah, so his work's kind of like shut down for the season right now. So he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go hang out before his, you know, cousin's going with him and stuff like that. And That'll be fun. Yeah, speaking for him. So really, it's just like, we, we were t- uh, pregnant at my uncle's house, a couple houses down, and we're just gonna do a small dinner. I think we're all gonna go see Mary Poppins for Christmas this year. That there sounds fun. Because Mary Poppins, Very Mary, cool. Returns comes out. Um, Mary Poppins is 
probably even more than Star Wars, probably my favorite movie of all time, the original one. I love that movie. I haven't watched Something it in fears. a long time. Um, I certainly have watched it plenty of times in the past. The the trailer makes it look and feel like a a, a beautiful modern follow up to yeah, it. Yeah, right? it does. Um, so I'm excited for that. So we're probably that's probably gonna do. So we'll probably wake up, have a couple cocktails, and eat dinner, and then go to the movies. And you know, it's like I said, my my daughter's older now. So she, I mean, I said she probably will still wake up at five o'clock in the morning expecting to open stuff, but, um, so it's, it's a little bit less hectic now. We don't have to do the house hops because my wife's family is in Arizona. Mm -hmm. So we'll just do the Skype call and stuff. We just saw them all at Thanksgiving. So it's going to be actually, and we, we, you know, because we just went on vacation, we're doing a very small Christmas. Like told me and my wife are doing like stockings and like one gift and nothing crazy. So it's going to be a real low key, just kind of like just day off. I think it's on, is it on Tuesday this year? It's on a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, So I'm going to work from home on Monday probably. You know, it's usually they let us slip in like a half day on Christmas, you know? Yep. So yeah, so it'd be nice and low key this year. Nothing crazy. So nice. Yeah. Relatively low key for us too. We're staying around town. We'll do Christmas Eve over at my parents' house. Yeah. And it's what used to be the biggest part of the holiday as that older generation has started to pass. Yeah. The numbers just dwindle and dwindle. So it tends yeah. to be just myself, my siblings and their families. But everybody's used to leave there at two or three in the morning. And now everybody's, oh, we got to get the kids to bed. So you're out yeah. of there by like eight, 8.30 yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, And then every year, Every year since Harley's been born and was old enough to understand what was going on and mm-hmm. realize that she got toys to play with and things like that. We haven't left the house on Christmas Day. That's we cool. host an open house and we kind of do our own little Chinese Christmas. Chinese food, ice cream sundaes, come over in your pajamas, whoever wants to hang. That's awesome. Knock yourself. If you don't want to come over, that's fine too. Yeah. She's going to be here in her pajamas playing with her toys. That's good stuff. I think we're doing that this year, which is the first in a while. Um, I think my in-laws are going to come over and join us. Normally we go to their house and, mm-hmm. and, uh, my sister and brother-in-law and their kids are there, but, but this year it's, you know, it's just going to be us and my in-laws. And so they'll come over. We get to not leave the house all day. Um, you know, I, I'm tempted to leave the house to come visit you guys, but, uh, but I think we're open. probably not going to, because for the first time we actually can do a... You know, all day, nothing. Lazy Christmas. Oh, Lazy awesome. Christmas. That is the best. Now, you touched upon something interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to get Sean's take. So you you said you're doing a small Christmas. Yep. Like one gift stocking for the wife. Yeah. Heather and I, for years, like people say that we're anti-Christmas. Mm-hmm. We generally don't do gifts for each other. Mm-hmm. Like once marriage happened, <laughs> the gifts for each other went away. So we, once Harley became aware enough as to what was going on, we'd buy a gift so yeah. she could see us opening something yeah. from each other. How do you and Jen handle it? I I think I generally buy some stuff for Jen at the last minute. And sometimes she gets stuff for me. The bag of CVS. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to Walgreens. And it's yeah. a, you know. Look, honey, it's a brute gift set. Well, well I, I grew up with my mom. Stockings always had. Like my mom's stocking always had a rolled up like us magazine or some, you know, people or Box something like lifesavers. that, but you candy, stuff like that every year. And so that's what I've always wanted to do for Jen is that, that type of crap, scratch tickets, you know, some crappy magazines, candy, and she kind of puts, puts up with it, but it, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of low key. And this year we're not, 
I think we're really not buying each other anything. We'll put some stuff in a stocking, but there's just too many other financial and other things going mm-hmm. on. And sure. you know, one of the one of the stressors has been my mom's big deal is because she's not here, Christmas to her is us opening up packages. Yep. Under you know, she wants us to have packages to open up. She wants us to have that Christmas experience. And so she's constantly hounding us from about November first until she has a full Christmas list from each of us. She wants us to tell her what to buy. She wants to have time to have it come to her house, wrap it, send it us. And for lots of different reasons, especially this year, we don't, none of us want anything. Right? No, I always We're struggle really with lucky. that list. We have it's... everything we want. And so, you know, they're going to send us money, which is never, you know, I'm almost like, you know, just... Mm just save your money and you know when we want to go someplace or visit you pull out some money then and mm-hmm. you know help us out but it's a little it's been a little stressful yeah so I, like we talked before without getting like i'm i'm um, yeah. parent impaired i guess yeah. we'll say so mm-hmm. i don't get stuff like my girl will send me a couple bucks because you know i tell her not to because she can but whatever yeah. uh but yeah same thing we don't like usually i am insane with the gifts because i just like i'm gonna say i i I like to buy. April said that. Yeah, I like to buy gifts for people. So even so, like we weren't supposed to buy anything big. She's getting something big. It's from Athena, though, quote unquote, it's from the yeah. kid. Uh huh. But something yeah. she wanted, and I've been trying to. She needed. It's for something for you know, you do something for the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. But with this being, you know, my kids and me in college next year, she might be at home. She might not be whatever. But I think this is the last year that we actually start doing gifts, and we maybe just start doing other stuff. It's like, oh, it's Christmas, so you know what? In January. We're going away for a weekend away or something. For a three day or something, yeah. You know, or we're gonna, you know, we're gonna. It's a, hey, Merry Christmas. There's a roof, or like that's. I mean, there's a new fridge, or, you know, something like that. It's, it's like the thing is that that's stuff is worse. You gotta, you know, that's good stuff. Yeah, because I mean, I as we've talked about, I if I need something bad enough, I'll get my hands on it during the year. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, something. well, I'm impossible to buy for. I am too. I did this year. There's a couple things I wanted. Some stuff like on the stash website that I'm like, okay, yeah, if you're gonna get me some stuff, get me like X, Y, and Z. So we'll see how it goes. I um I left her. I was like, yeah, I want the I want the Widowmaker jersey. I don't think she got one order in time, so I'm probably gonna have to eBay yeah. that one. But yeah, but yeah. So well, we'll see how it goes. I did I did notice that you snuck in with a bag of presents. Oh yeah, yeah. So we're doing a little uh not like a Christmas party, but like a little a little you know get together thing over at Chris's house. So and of course I do. I come barreling in the house with with gifts and stuff like that. And well, because like I, Athena had grabbed something for Harley a while ago. Yeah. Um. So I hardly like this. I'm gonna get it for whatever. So I was like, oh, I have to get something for Sean's kids mm. too. And then I decided to buy you guys presents because I'm clinically insane. So Q E D. Yes. Why don't you guys open presents? Uh, all right. So you want us opening at the same time here? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why not? So, okay. So what we have here is a big rectangular box wrapped in nice. Uh, it's got some weight to it. Nice paper. Yep. It's got some yep. weight to it. The kid it. wrapped them because I'm not a good. I'm not good with the wrap. But right. I was going to say it's a very nice wrap. Yeah, job. that's the kid. Yeah, so. It's like so eight, the engineering with the angles and everything. So. Maybe 18 inches by 30 <laughs> inches or something. I mean, it's 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 hefty and big. I know you hear that a lot, Chris. I'd but say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm uh, I'm pulling yeah. some stuff along the side here. You guys got the same hefty, thing. Hefty, so. big, and Sean pulling it. So. <laughs> Give us one moment. We'll Give us one moment. Yeah. All right. So. All right. So let's see here. All right. I have a. I have a nondescript large white box. Large white box. 
Adult collector. Uh oh. I'm starting to see words. Oh my oh, god. I see Mattel. What is Come this? on. <gasps> what did you do? Okay. So so oh, what man, we do there's gonna have to be pictures on yeah, the website for what this. What we right? do see on the outside of the box here is Batman classic TV series utility uh, belt, adult collector. A crazy person. Um, so I'm trying to figure out. Oh, it opens up here. And of course, it includes the battering. All right. Okay, hold on here. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> okay, so got this gorgeous uh, kind of oh my God. opening opening case with a Batman '66 batarang and a beautiful yellow. This thing is insane. Yeah, thing's gorgeous. Uh, you know. Batman utility belt. It's uh I wonder how long fantastic. before Kylie gets pissed that I wear this in the bedroom. <laughs> that's a that's a disturbing visual. This is fantastic. Yeah, but you're gonna have it all night now. <laughs> thinking about that when you go home. Thank you. No, you're problem. This is this, this is amazing. Thank you very so, yeah, much. So if anyone has never seen um the any of the Maddie Collector stuff, back when Mattel did the Maddie Collector Club, they did a line of six six Batman stuff. I happen to have the cowl and the utility belt at the house. You know what? The guys need a belt too. Yeah. So I, I have. This is insane. I don't have. I mean, I have a lot of random Batman statues and toys and stuff. The one, you know, maybe my favorite pieces. I have the the Hot Toys Adam West. Yeah. You know, sixty six Batman. A, a jelly thing for me. But uh, but I can see arranging this stuff kind of on that shelf around behind it. One thing I found that I wish I knew about because I would have asked for it for Christmas, but I was I was just searching around for I forget what it was I needed. I needed something. I was looking for something else Batman classic. I forget what it was. And I remember when they did those um like they weren't Migos, but like the the ones that were supposed to be like Migos a little while ago. They did like three sets of Batman sixty six figures. The plastic ones, yeah, with the cloth clothes. That was, they looked like Amigo. Oh, the retro. They're, they're, oh yes, retro I remember yes. the retro. Yes. I didn't Dude, get any of them. They have a freaking Batcave set now for those. Oh really? It's like 120 bucks. It's like it's it's three. Like it flips around and it's like it's got all like the physical pieces for like the Bat computers and stuff like that. I think it comes with Alfred. Yeah, really. I gotta scoop that bad boy. Yeah, Walmart has it on Walmart.com. This is so cool. Yeah, unfortunately, it does not come with shark repellent. That's, Which that's okay. If they, if they should have done that. Like that's why I should work. That would have been, nice been golden, golden. Yeah. So I'm so. I'm holding the batarang which I got out and uh, and collapses just like uh, the real batarang and presumably fits right into the utility it belt. Will fit in one of the pouches. That's we'll find out shortly. <laughs> Awesome. So, yeah, so I like to buy people stuff. It's just it's the way it is. So thank you very much. No problem. You didn't have to do that, sir. Shalom. Happy Chanukah. Happy Hanukkah. Exactly. <laughs> this is. Uh... So do we go right from this into the airing of the grievances? <laughs> <laughs> I have no grievances. Um... And I'm me neither. Right now, I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty good. Like you know, usually Christmas time, I get super stressed out. Work wise, um, life wise, it's, it's life wise because usually it's like well, especially it's not so bad now. Like when the kid was younger. Actually, I say stressed out, but I used to like that part. She used to be like, oh, I, you know, I need this toy. And it was always like, you know, the one to get. So I had to oh, find yeah. that. But it's more so like there's always something going on, something family-wise and stuff. And it just used to like the, the even though like no one else gave a shit what presents I bought them, I always had like that pressure to make sure like. Yeah. To well, make sure I get something and something good and stuff. You and, must have been thrilled when you were having to go find those toys. Oh, yeah. I mean. Monster hunt, High Dolls. The hunt is everything. Oh, yeah. Monster oh, High Dolls, dude. Oh, ridiculous. my God. She has the. 
all the original runs though. I got them all. There was those and some of the Lego sets when she got in the Lego world harder to find. And then what else was there that she, there was something else that she was into. The Legos are still tough too. Now they with, they're retiring with, them sooner and sooner. Yeah. yeah. And with the monster high stuff. So was she already kind of in collector mode where they're still in the, the pa- packages? Um, so those ones she was, she wanted to, but she was young enough where, um, she had to open them. She took real yeah. good care of them. They basically, they got opened and they went on the stands on the yeah. shelf kind of okay. thing. Kicking myself in the ass. I should have got her doubles. Yeah. Because they're worth some decent money now, the first series. But when she's like my age, when she's in her mid thirties, all the girls are going to want their monster high dolls back and they're going to be mm-hmm. good. Those things are going to be worth fucking bucks, but they were cool though. You know, there was a cool idea. That's definitely nice. Yeah. But she always, you know, she was pretty for toys. It was always like, you know, those were the big thing, but you know, remember one year she wanted a bat cave. So we had to get her a bat. She had the, I think it was the Batman bat cave mm-hmm. from that cartoon. That was like her Batman show at first. Um, one at first, but like she got real into that when it was on every week. So I'm to look forward to it. That's a good cartoon too, but yeah. Yeah. I had, I think I might've had the original Mego bat cave. I know I had the Mego, uh, star, uh, the enterprise with the turning transporter and, yeah, Oh yeah. Yeah. And the view screen and everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I had some, I, I had, I had one toy back then. Kind of like that. Actually, I'm going to bring that up towards the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a lot of toys. So I mean, I was, luckily, like my uncle worked for Hasbro. He able to get me like bags full of GI Joes from the office and stuff like that. So That's amazing. To, yeah, it was, that's fantastic. Yeah, I can say, hey, you know, who rock and roll is my guy. He's like, oh, check this out. I just did like nine new guns for him. I go, like, oh, there's new rock and roll coming out. What? Here, yeah, here. nice. There's a bag of demo parts. Don't tell anybody. I'm like, okay. So, but so we got into a little bit like you know what like Chris is doing Chinese food for Christmas here. Mm-hmm. I can't. I would love to do that. I can't. My wife hates Chinese food. Mm-hmm. But do you guys have any like- I'm, I'm not a huge Chinese fan. Heather is. Oh, is that what yeah. She loves that. I can do it twice a year. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm good. I enjoy it well enough. I mean, yeah. bring me a poo-poo platter. I'll do appetizers exactly. oh, the yeah, rest yeah, of it. Yeah. Any like special like food things that you guys definitely do every year? Or? Um, No, not that I- I mean, we do- We usually do like cinnamon rolls. There's this one- uh, I can't remember the, the name of the thing that- that does international baking company or something. They just have fantastic oh, yeah. mm-hmm. cinnamon rolls. And so we'll, you know, there's four of us. So there's four cinnamon rolls. So we usually have those, um, you know, those and coffee and then whatever Christmas cookies have, have aggregated, you know, yeah, yeah whatever's left. Yeah. yeah. And then usually we go over to my in-laws for dinner. I think this year we are doing Chinese food kind of suggested by, you know, Chris's, yeah. you know, Chris's wife. So, so that's, you know, we'll see how that goes. I'm, you know, I don't have much tradition anymore. It's just whatever happens, I'm happy. Yeah. We used to do like the giant turkey dinner on mm-hmm. Christmas too. And then like we used to do New Year's Eve at my grandparents' house. Yeah. Which is now my house. But, um, and my grandmother would, because I get a lot of like my, my auntiness from my grandmother. Yeah. So she'd be driving my grandfather fucking batch all day trying to cook all this <laughs> stuff. So like, it'd be like homemade chicken cordon bleu and then my grandfather would make mm. meatballs and sauce and stuff. And it was just, it was just food on top of food on top of food. And she'd make nine kinds of cookies and she'd burn half of them because she forget about them because she's trying to make something else. And mm-hmm. it was great. It was, I remember it was always like, you know, my grandfather yelling at her with like a smile on though. Like, God damn it, get out of my way. So, you know, like just the, the hecticness of it, but now, the other thing we do is like we usually do like turkey or ham or something, you know, something traditional. Yeah. But usually we go over to my uncle's for Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. which is like I said, basically next door. But uh, the thing is, for, I don't know how it started, but we always end up doing homemade baked mac and cheese and Swedish meatballs on Christmas right. Eve. 
That's so good. And um, I make rad Swedish meatballs. I have that. I have that shit down pat. So I eat rad Swedish meatballs. Often yeah, I do too. Often, Heather makes them all the time. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, well we'll probably do that. And then, like I said, with us going to the movie and stuff like that, I don't know what we're doing this year. My wife usually has to have some kind of traditional thing, like a turkey or something like that. She can't do like you know Taco Bell or pizza or something like that for Christmas. So. Sounds like the children are elephants on parade up there. Seriously. I, yep. I brought the Switch over hoping they'd just sit down and play Mario Kart or Mario Party, but it doesn't get, like it's happening. We've got a couple we fed them like yeah. three pounds of sugar before we came down. That's true, yeah. We brought the tray of cookies over and turned yeah. around and they were, it was like a Tasmanian devil hit it, so. Well, let's let's uh, move on to a top three then. Yeah, so um, this one was actually, this is going to be the first one we've had done that's basically suggested by a listener. So this one came from... Uh, at Frankie G seven one one on Twitter, and this is uh, top three favorite Christmas gifts uh, from when we were kids. Um, we figured like if if we did movies, that'd be we'd done so many movie yeah. countdowns. We figured yeah, it mix yeah. up a little bit. So, um, and just in case you know, because we're not that young anymore, might have forgot some of them. So let's just do <laughs> top three Christmas gifts you can remember. So I I did you know I. You know, normally we do some honorable mentions. I'm sure I have some. My memory is, you know, as usual, pretty bad. And, you know, I did think of a few things to actually do top three, but I don't have any honorable mentions other than, you know, just I have good Christmas memories. I always enjoyed, I remember, you know, dying to go downstairs to see what, you know, Santa had brought, you know, in my family. You know, it was it was things spread out around the tree, usually unwrapped, you know, arranged. It was clear when I came around the corner, down the stairs, wherever we were, you know, where my my yeah, you know who's presents piles. were. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so it's always always a good memory. But uh, you have any honorable mentions, Chris? I really don't. This I had much the same issue as you did. I mean, mm-hmm. it was always the same thing. There were three of us growing up, but when you came down at, it was usually my little brother waking me up to mm-hmm. drag me downstairs, but you always knew my parents were always very good about separating the piles and you knew exactly which toys. I mean, Chris was usually the star Wars guy and you could, obviously the sister was very easy. Yeah. Matt and I, my brother and I were definitely right on that cutoff where I was more star Wars. He was more GI Joe. Right. It had kind of just flipped. So it was easy to tell. I, so Great memories of Christmas morning mm-hmm. coming down and the experience, but individual gifts, I had trouble coming up with more than the three. I mean, there was always, Christmas morning was always a big deal, but there were just a handful that stuck out. Yeah. How about you, DJ? Uh, so if I had to go on mentions, mention, so one thing is, not every year, but there were a few years where I got video game systems, mm-hmm. or we, I say we, me and my brothers, mm-hmm. um, you know, because there was... You know, th- three of us. I already played. My youngest brother was too small, but there's really three of us, so it'd be like a shared gift. I know. I think one year, I know we got a Nintendo one year. My grandfather had a Nintendo ahead of time. My grandfather liked video games, so it usually, it usually came from Nana and Pepe. They got it for me. <laughs> so I know one year they got us a PlayStation. Uh, we got the N64 one year when yep. everyone had to have the. That thing was hard to find too. Everyone had to have the N64 because everyone wanted Mario Kart and freaking GoldenEye and shit. Um. So yeah, it's probably more the the you know the video games are an honorable mention. Another honorable mention is same thing. Uh, Man, Pepe, they got us the trampoline one year. <laughs> this was like not like when I'm like eight. This is like we were like you know sixteen, fourteen, twelve. <laughs> 
So, and you know, they always tell you like, you know, safety on a trampoline, not yeah. bullshit, man. We were like, mm. you know, cause we're all wrestling people. So like, I got I bounced like, off a trampoline oh into God. a tree. Dude, we I saw our girl so snap hard. her ankle on one oh, of those. Yep. Uh, the cop between the frame and the trampoline. Gross. Who's the yeah, guy from the Yankees? Nasty. Jabba Chamberlain, the, the Jabba Chamberlain, the uh, mm. reliever, destroyed his ankle on a trampoline. Uh, could never pitch again. It's a terrible honorable yeah. mention. Well, we did tell him, we, you know, we, and we did all this too. Like, I remember one time, I think we had the, like, the folding table on the trampoline and we, oh, did, <laughs> we did the, we did the deli boy thing to my youngest brother out of the tree next to the trampoline through the table. Oh. Uh, we were not behaved well. That was not smart. It got to the point where we, we, we beat that thing up so bad that you, if you stood on it, your feet would basically touch the ground. We stretched yeah. the damn thing out so much. Yeah. So. But that was a good present. So. All right. Well, uh, I, before I say my number three, I did think of one honorable mention. Um, there's been a tradition where for as long as I can remember, my mom has given me the new Stephen King hardback of whatever mm -hmm. had come out that year, that year. So I have, you know, I have. 25 years of Stephen King hardback, you know, first editions. Um, I don't know if she'll get me one this year, but, but we'll see. But that, is that there, was always there one cool. this year. Yeah. Elevation, I think, uh, or evolution, ev elevation or, just came out. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a short story. Yeah. yeah. There's another, but it would count. Um, the, uh, but my number three is, uh, something from, I want to say maybe junior of high school, I got a JVC boom box with a CD player on the top of it and uh, <laughs> X bass or extended bass, you know, subwoofer like built into it. And this is, this is one of the first CD players, you know, I mean, this is when CD players first came out. Um, and you know, I got that and like a CD and you know, they were like $17 and 1988 or seven yeah. or whatever in the long boxes. Yeah. And that began, uh, you know, a pattern of media collection and amassing, you know, walls and shelves of alphabetized, you know, plastic encased things that, that has continued. <laughs> so, so that, that's definitely one I remember being really jazzed about. Funny. My number three is not so much a boombox, but also a CD player. Oh yeah. So I was, I was the youngest of the kids in my neighborhood. Like I had my younger siblings, they were much younger than everybody else, but most of the kids in my neighborhood are like three, four years older. Mm -hmm. These were, so I was just fascinated with my friend Pete was already building his first rack system. Oh yeah. He was building a component by component receiver. I think I just, you want to be like the older kids. Oh, right? of course. You're just fascinated by this. So took my father's old Panasonic wood grain receiver that he had over in Guam with him. Oh yeah. Still the wood grain. Wow. Quadraphonic. I mean, quadraphonic. Yeah. But it had red and white inputs. Oh yeah. So all I wanted for Christmas one year was a CD player. When they first came out, much like you were saying, CDs still coming in the long boxes oh, yeah. for all of these and got a single disc Memorex CD player mm -hmm. that I'm sure my parents paid way too much money for yep. back in the day. That was my one big gift with a couple other things. Mm -hmm. And I still remember to this day, it was Molly Cruz, Girls, Girls, Girls. <laughs> Michael Jackson's Bad and Europe's The Final Countdown. Nice. Were the first three CDs That's some good that variety, came with right? it. Yeah. And I wore that damn thing out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was. That started, the f music was definitely the first obsession. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've joked before, there's a 400 disc changer hiding oh, yeah. in the closet here. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I still have boxes and boxes of CDs that my wife just wants to throw out. I'm like, no, I need to re-rip them as flack before I get rid of them. I need to have, you know, have them preserved. I finally conceded to the cases. That's how I got the jukebox. So yeah. the discs are in there. The cases are all gone. disappeared, but yeah. 
there's shoe boxes of booklets all over the place here. Crazy. But you, DJ number three. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do drop one more honorable mention because I'm actually gonna do an adult present for number three. <laughs> okay. I had an epiphany. So uh, other honorable mention is the first year. I think I was. I might have been five. And you know you wake up and you see the pile like Chris talked about, and it was the ring and then all the LJN giant rubber wrestling figures. Mm-hmm. It must have been on sale somewhere up at the North Pole or something like that. <laughs> Like in a bin, because I got like Jesse Ventura, Roddy Piper, Akeem the African Dream, the Big Boss Man, Rick Rude, Hulk Hulk Hogan. I had Hulk Hogan, yeah. where dipshit me, if I kept the fucking thing in the box, I could have bought a house by now. <laughs> um, I had Ultimate Warrior. I had Macho Man, who's my favorite. Yep. I think I had Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I had Paul Orndorff, Nickel. I mean, I literally got like 30 of them. That's insane. And the ring. Um, I think I even had the referee. Which I found out later in life, the referee was super dangerous. Danny rare. Davis, it, no. it looked more like one of the Hebners, but yeah, okay. I remember Danger Danny was a but um, yeah, so I just remember those because it was like they didn't move or nothing, but you're like, smash them together. And, and I was real young and I was a huge wrestling guy, so that's it. But for number three, I'm gonna go an adult present, so something my daughter got me about probably three or four years ago. So I'm a huge hockey jersey guy, mm-hmm. love my hockey jerseys, I have dozens and dozens of them. Um, I also love Disney. Mm-hmm. So my daughter got me my first ever Disney hockey jersey. She got me a Buzz Lightyear Space Rangers hockey jersey oh, made nice. by Geeky Very Jerseys. Cool. Nice. So it's not, I don't think it's truly licensed, but it's it, not. It's, it has it's the, the big, right colors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It has the big Space Rangers patch on it. Mm-hmm. Like it's an emblem. It's even got the little buttons, like her laser beam and nice. stuff on them and everything that. And it says Light, Lightyear in 95, whatever year the movie yeah. came out in the back. And um, I wear the thing to Disney. Every time we go, I bring it. I brought it when we were just at Disneyland. And it's just one of those things that's like, you know, she gets a kick out of it because when I wear the thing, I am the bell of the friggin' ball, man. Oh, I yeah. get stopped so many times. Where'd, <laughs> Where'd you get, you get that? The jersey? Yeah. Oh my God. After, oh, yeah, she, kid bought it for me online. So nice. that's a good one. Like I said, I don't get usually a lot of clothes for Christmas, so it's always nice when yeah. I get one. So that was number three. Nice. My, uh, my number two, I remember quite, quite well. It was, uh, I think it was 1980. Two maybe it was uh, Christmas during sixth grade, um, and I think we had opened all the presents already. And then they told me to go downstairs, and there was a computer desk with a Commodore sixty four, and a uh, and at that time you know a thirteen inch color tube TV with the little uh, you know uh, modulator RF modulator switch on the antenna input so I could switch it to take the computer's output, mm. you know, and you turn on the Commodore 64 and you've got Jack, you've got a command line and basic. And uh, I can't remember whether they got me the 1541 five and a quarter inch floppy disk drive or not. I think they might have, but my, you know, my first actual computer and I learned to code on that thing. I, I started my love of, creating electronic music with that thing and had a really pretty sophisticated synthesizer chip in it that you could code and program with and uh, played some of my first electronic arts games way back before they became Mm -hmm. a big huge evil beast Um, so Commodore 64 very cool very cool Um, my number two I'm going back god back to the early 80s Mm -hmm. Um, tagging up on DJ's honorable mention (laughs) When I got my first, the Atari 2600. Oh, yeah. The yeah. first video game system, because we just didn't have anything like this. This was something like 
my uncles had. Yeah. This was like, it was essentially an adult toy at that point. Yeah. And I think that was maybe fourth and fifth grade for me when that yeah, came out. So yeah. So I was probably first yep. somewhere around there. Yeah. So getting that wood grain console and those god awful joysticks and and the horrible sack of shit games that came out for it. Oh, they were terrible. No, advent. I freaking love the adventure and combat and uh, River Run. Once River, I started some yeah, of those, yeah, I like some of the okay. Missile second Command was party. Missile Command was Missile great. Asteroids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, asteroids. I would play Breakout for hours. Oh yeah. Yep. The fact that they bought with the little paddles. Paddles. With it, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, the twisty ones. Yeah. Yeah. You had yeah, to yeah, get the, the twisty, the twisty paddles. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Much easier to play that with the paddles. I didn't have that. Yeah. So that was. It was my brother that more got into, by the time the Nintendo and all that had come out, I yeah. kind of segued away yeah. from some of that stuff. That was more his jam. Nice. But you're supposed to segue away from stuff? Wait, you're, you're, you're. <laughs> Sometimes. Yep. Nice. That's a good one. Uh, my number two is going to be the year I got the um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers White Tiger Zord oh. with the White Ranger in it back when they had the big like nine inch Ranger figures. So I, I had the... I always had a lot of figures because they'd end up in, like I said, we weren't like, we, we weren't loaded by any stretch of the imagination when I was a kid, right. but my grandparents would always take me to the store and I could get stuff on clearance. And my uncle had some hooks because he worked for a toy company. And so I had plenty of figures, yeah. but when you, anything bigger than that, like playset wise or vehicle wise, always were harder to come by. Mm-hmm. So for the Zords, they were essentially Voltron basically. Yep. I had the Megazord which was the first iteration of the American Rangers robots and the Dragon Zord, which was the add-on Ranger, the sixth. I got those from a kid I went to school with mm-hmm. because I had this real good habit of signing up for like Columbia House and BMG back in the day and yeah. telling them I'm 11 years old and then still sending me 15 CDs for a penny. Yep. Um, so I had like ordered one year a bunch of like metal CDs, mm-hmm. like uh, White Zombie Los X-65 and a bunch of you know Black Sabbath stuff and all this weird old metal music. And my grandma wasn't super keen that I had some of the stuff. So I had a metalhead buddy from school. I was like, yeah, I got rid of like all these, like I think Tool was one of them and stuff like that. And uh-huh, he's like, Tool's awesome. He's like, well, my mom bought me these Power Ranger robot things I really don't care about. It's like, I'll trade you for the CDs. Cha-ching. So I got my first like Zords from trading CDs. Nice. So this is the first time where I oh, I, I opened the box and there it was. It was actually mine from the start. So I had the, you know, the he came with the figure and the robot. You put the batteries in it. The eyes lit up. He actually like his legs moved and he ran. I think. <laughs> and then two is you know any of the toys I liked when I was a kid. If you had removable parts, yeah, helmets, especially like G, like GI Joes and stuff with the helmets, it oh, was yeah. like gold for me. His um he had a shield that clicked on and off him. So mm. so that was a big one for me. And there was one like first time I I I wanted something and I asked for it for. Months and months and months mm-hmm. and months and months and months and I finally got it. So that's awesome. My uh, my number one's a little bit different. Um, I was really fortunate growing up that uh, my grandparents had retired, and I was uh, and and they did a fair amount of traveling and and bought a bunch of timeshares and stuff different places and. So this is actually two different gifts that I remember, but but they gave me trips. One to Ooh. Hawaii and one to Florida to Epcot Center. Um, that was in sixth grade, and I think Hawaii, they took me a few different times. But, but the first time, but giving a young child a gift of a trip that mm-hmm. is not right then That's true. is kind of tough. And mm-hmm. so my grandmother presumably, you know, put together these albums or these books of, 
you know, clues. And, you know, and so as oh, I, I'd open it up cool. and there'd be this, you know, series of pictures and maps and, you know, this is pre-internet. So, you know, cutouts from, you know, Xerox copies of different things. Yeah, she's just know. not up there printing things off. Exactly. Yeah. Together. yeah. That's and so, a Pinterest link. Yeah. So yeah. it works up to, hey, so on, you know, April so-and-such, we're, you know, we're going to, you know, Kauai for two weeks and we're going to do, you know, all these different things. There's pictures of the helicopter that we're going to ride around and there's a picture of the, you know, this beach that we're going to go to and this, you know, and so the same thing for, I don't think it was that when did Epcot Center open? Do you guys know? 82. Two. All right. Well, I think I went in 83. Okay. okay. So so very, very early yeah. on. So the press about Epcot Center and the press about all that stuff was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so opening up one of these, you know, binders handcrafted that's telling me I'm going to this place that I'd only been reading about and hearing about and everything was just huge. And, and they were... You know, I wish, I don't think I have those, you know, the binders or the, the gifts that were put together, but that was, you know, those were huge highlights that still stick with me. And I've never been able to pull off something like that for my, my wife or kids. That's super cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, for my number one, I actually have, I'm going to talk about two different things. One, as an adult and the one thing that stuck out for me as a child, um, so going to give my wife major props here. So I think in every kid at some point in time, when we all talked about our love of music and things like that, everybody wants to be a rock star at some point in their life. Very few of us make it. Sean, the exclusion, of course. Yes, yes, yes. I, mean, I played been, the paradise. He's been so. <laughs> played music, so yeah. it's way beyond what any of the rest of us will ever do. And Lord knows, even after years of lessons, yeah. I am a terrible guitarist. I like screwing around with it. It's fun. But... The thing, the hook that got me to want to play music was back in 1987, 88, mm-hmm. watching Slash for the first time when Sweet Child of Mine came on. I mean, yeah. I had followed Ozzy and all that, but I never thought anything of like Randy Rhodes or any. I loved the music. Yeah. yeah. Amazing players. But for some reason, that image of him with the upright Les Paul mm-hmm. busting into that first riff and you're looking at it and saying, shit, I could play that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This I can't do. That I can do. Yeah. Right. I can do that. So the kid in me always wanted a Les Paul. And I would mm-hmm. never, Sean, you're a musical guy. I would yep. never spend the money yep. on a Les Paul. So years and years and years went by. And God bless her, she pays attention. After I had finally got to a certain point in my career where I'd never buy myself anything for that right. kind of stuff. Yep. One year under the tree, I came downstairs and there was just a box with a card in it that just said, walk into the family room. And sitting in the chair in the family room was a tobacco sunburst. Gibson Paul. Jesus Christ. Sitting the case open. And it's right around the corner now. And I play it 10 or 12 times a year. Yep. I mean, I tend to bang away at my Strat more. Yeah. Because it's a heavy guitar. You don't realize it when you're looking at TV. I mean, this thing's solid. It's a cinder block hanging around your neck. But it's like the guitar. But, and I'm like, oh my God, you shouldn't have. She's like, no, sometimes that, you know, that one thing you've always wanted. Yep. That's awesome. You need to get. So yeah, mad props to my wife for pulling that off years and years out. Well after. done. Uh, your wife uh, is um, good with the gifts. Yeah. She is. She's, she constantly surprises me. She pays attention a lot more than I think. But, and that's one, I kind of came up with that after thinking about some of these other ones when we were thinking, yeah. I was focusing more on the kids' gifts. Yeah. Um, this is going to tie right back into what DJ was saying. So always had 
tons and tons of Star Wars figures because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, banging on a $4 figure, it's bagged exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Yep. That was easy. Yep. yep. You know, that's just to keep the kid to shut yep. the hell up yep. when you're shopping. <laughs> yeah. You want another Luke? Go get a fucking yep. Luke. We're fine. Yep. The bigger play sets were always harder to come by. Mm-hmm. So we're going back to 1983. Mm-hmm. I would have been nine years old at the time. Mm-hmm. This is when Return of the Jedi was out. Mm-hmm. And the big play set for that year was the Ewok Village. Yes. And that is all I wanted. As soon as I saw that first commercial, yep. it just drove my parents fucking insane asking for this damn mm-hmm. Ewok Village. It's the only thing I wanted. The list was like one item. Yeah. So to come downstairs that morning is, and I'm the same age my daughter is now. Yeah. I mean, to come downstairs and see that set up in yeah. front of the pile of, other little stuff that's that one's always going to stick with me. Yeah. That was the first time I wanted something big. Where, to your point, I just drove them absolutely nuts about. And I did get the Millennium Falcon. I I forgot about that. You know, circled it in the Sears catalog. Oh hell yeah! I said all my yeah gosh, your catalog. <laughs> and and that was yeah. So I I totally can relate. Uh, so what are the chances that Chris and I had the exact same number one? Are you serious? So That's yeah, funny so, as hell. Um, it's it's a it's a little bit it's it's the same, but it's a little bit different. Okay. So okay. um uh, we when you do the This was last year is, at Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> no, this is the, the uh I'm gonna use the, you got uh, the 1983 U. Yeah, yeah. Use the, uh, the, uh, the Chris Davis dictionary. So it's a it's a one A one B kind of one C thing. Yeah, and also a little bit of a back door. I'm not a big fan of rules. Yeah, not. But he's so, a big fan of the back. So door. it was always it was always the playset. I know there's three years I got playsets. Um one year I got the Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters firehouse. Nice. Possibly the goat of all play sets. There was a cartoon I used to watch when I was a kid that I used to love called Bionic Six in the 80s. I remember the name. I don't remember. It was a, like, it was a, a, a dad and a mom and they were like scientists and they had all these like adopted kids. There was like a African American kid and an Asian kid and they had a girl and they were all like cyborg. They were all bionic basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had the Bionic 6 Hall. No one really watched it, so you could find the place at Spags or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing was fucking in-depth. It was like their house, and they had like a like a bat cave kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. But the ho- it was like you had all of it. Yeah. And there was all these like doors. It was wicked cool. But also, so by the time I wanted the Ewok Village, you couldn't find it. Yeah. So I got the backdoor Ewok Village, because a little, Ooh, un- tell me a little unknown thing that not all, I mean, hardcore toy people know, but don't know. Is there was a movie in the eighties called Robin Hood Prince of Thieves? Ah, uh, yeah. yep. What Kenner did to make toys for it that year was just kit bash all their old molds because it was towards the end of the Kenner days. Hmm. So if you take the Kevin Costner Robin Hood figure, it's a shitty head sculpt on a super powers green arrow figure. Hmm. Friar Tuck, when you take off his robe, is Hawkman. Has Hawkman's chest on it in the Gamorrean guard bottom. He's got the <laughs> Hawkman. I, I shit you not. I'm dead serious. So the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves Forest Fort playset was a fucking Ewok village. That's part for too part. Funny. That's part awesome. for part, piece for piece. So that's how I got and my uncle knew it using the toy business. So that's how I got my Ewok Village. It was the Kevin Costner one on clearance because no one wanted fucking toys for Kevin Costner Prince of Thieves. Yeah, no except yeah. for me. But I, fa- I I love that the the soundtrack, the score from that. Oh yeah, no, it's a great yeah. movie. Um but yeah, so all the toys were basically just old Kenner things thrown together. So that's, that's awesome. how I got my Ewok village. So I That's awesome. Never could get the Falcon though, because that was past me. That was before yeah. my was, time, yeah. Yeah, and uh, even 
back in the late 80s trying to find a falcon in the box to give a kid yeah. Christmas was just economically yeah, not fucking possible. I played, I played the crap out of that yeah. thing. Yeah, so it was the, the play sets in the Ewok Village, but like I said, it was a little bit of the you know, uh, bootleg Ewok Village. Still look the same that. thing. The yeah, box the is exact same thing. still the exact same thing. I need, I need to go look that up. Yeah. That's Are you looking crazy. It up? I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it's the exact same it's fucking It's the friggin' Ewok Village. Isn't that awesome? So that's, we're in Ewok awesome. Village is probably like, you know, 99 bucks or whatever yeah. back then. The How do I get myself a Morgan Freeman figure? Oh, I had that. I had that. The Prince of Thieves one's probably, I might, you know, someone probably paid 25 bucks for it back then on the clearance rack at Spags or Child World or something. Ah, uh, there's so many websites that have the Star Wars and the Robin Hood stuff side by side. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. To it's show the exact you, like, same Ewok shit. Battle Wagon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The Battle, yeah. The Ewok Battle Wagon. Yeah. That's, oh, this is tremendous. <laughs> is it insane? So if you're out there and you ever, like, there's ever some, like, old, like, especially Return of the Jedi kind of thing that you never could get your hands on, look for the Robin Hood version because it's the same fucking thing. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Well, so, <laughs> happy holidays, gentlemen. Let's wrap up the top three. Okay. So I had, well, let's go. Sean had the um, the CD player boombox, mm-hmm. right? JBC. Yep. yep. The Commodore 64 mm-hmm. and the uh, trips to Epcot in Hawaii. Yep. Chris did the CD player. Yep. The Les Paul guitar. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. I was going to say at one point in time, Slash was sitting in the recliner, like, no. like or making <laughs> No, that would have been amazing. <laughs> and the number <laughs> one was uh, the Ewok Village. Uh, for me, I went with the. Uh, GeekyJerseys.com Buzz Lightyear Hockey Jersey, um, the White Ranger Tiger's Word mm-hmm. combination, and the playsets of years past, Ghostbuster Firehouse, real Ghostbuster Firehouse, Bionic 6, and Ewok Village. That's cool. Or as they called it, Kevin Costner said. <laughs> good sure good memories. Yeah. So thanks everyone for listening in. And uh, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, at FMen37, at Vacaboca, at Dejernot, at Chris Davis underscore 37. Uh, you can follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Um, and I'm still working on that Alexa speaker thing. It's coming. Um, and uh, like I said, if you ever want to throw us a message, hit us up, anything like that, let us know. And um, like I said, you know, someone suggested this week's top three. And yeah, Thank we'll you, Frankie Glenn Denning. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, Frankie. We enjoyed thinking through it. Yeah. So have a uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry happy Christmas. Festivus. Happy holidays. Happy festivals for the rest of us. Bye. Bye.